She said, that's a myth? In what world? You're pointing? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line and I can respond to your questions and comments. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you all for coming again. Happy Men's History Month. August is Men's History Month. That's an August this year. It just feels manly. Isn't that right? That's right. Uh, So, there was a shooting in um, El Paso, Texas yesterday. Or whenever. Day before yesterday, right? Not yesterday. It was yesterday. And then last night, another one in Ohio. Did you hear about that one? So, in Ohio, it's being reported that 10 people are dead and several people wounded. And so what this guy did, according to the report, he went to like a promenade where a lot of people hang out, bars and restaurants. And at 1 o'clock last night, he went on a rampage. And so I want to get some feedback about that from you guys and ladies. Uh, what do you think about that? Brittany, are you aware of that? I Oh, okay. You aware of it? Yes, I was. What do you think about it? Well... Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot about the microphone. Um, the um, just a couple of facts. I haven't really been thinking about it, but uh, the Ohio one, the so guy you didn't was. Think about it at all. The Ohio guy like, was. Oh, just another shooting. Well, it was Sunday morning. <laughs> okay, good. I didn't have any coffee yet. I understand. No, but I, I I was impressed that the Ohio guy got got knocked off in less than a minute after he started. Uh, he came. You're impressed by that? Yeah, I thought that. The, so the police were nearby. They knew what was going on. They were trying to take care of the area. Uh, um, for him to kill so many people in less than a minute is an amazing number, right? Yeah. I guess he killed nine people, something like that. <clears throat> so they got they got rid of him pretty quickly. Um, I don't know. That's that I thought was good. I don't That's know about, about the, El, the El Paso one. I don't know. I didn't oh, have any okay. real opinion. Uh, did you hear about all this? You don't know about it. Do you know about it? Uh, the other one, not the one from yesterday, no. You know about the El Paso one? No. Oh, which one you know about? Uh, the one I know about was the one that happened off of that uh, garlic festival thing that happened by Salinas. Oh. Yeah. So you're not aware of what happened this weekend at all? No. You smoke pot? No. <laughs> this your first time here? Yes. What's your name? Greg. Greg, any questions? Well, I have a couple of comments on the shootings. Okay, go ahead. Well, I think a majority of it has to do with the, you know, the stardom thing. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The people, stardom thing? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, it gets advertised so much, so people, you know, they want to make a name for themselves. That and pharmaceuticals. Oh, okay. Are you aware of this? Uh, yeah, I have a couple of comments. Okay. So, Greg, you have, Greg, right? You have no questions about anything else? No. I'm oh, just okay. here to I'm enjoy the show. Right on. Go ahead. Well, Greg mentioned the stardom. Uh, that's insane. What's the stardom? So, oh, he mentioned that the people, uh, you know, they want to be famous. The oh, shooters want oh, to be stardom. famous. That's, oh, okay. that's what he mentioned, the stardom. Uh-huh. And if they're really thinking that, that's insane. If it, uh, whatever Why reason, do you think this is happening? Whatever reason they have, it's it's insane. So I think it's a 
mental illness problem, it's not really a gun control problem because it's really hard. It's going to be impossible to control guns. Uh, and, and it seems like what quickly ends uh, these horrible shootings is that there's, there's police there and they have a gun or someone else has a gun. So uh, it's, it's a mental illness problem. So you think this is happening because the people are mentally ill? Yes. Oh, okay. Anybody here heard about this thing? Okay, right here. Here. Right here. What's your, what do you think about all this that happened over the weekend? I think it always happens at a time when the major news comes out that would make very powerful people look bad, and there's always a major shooting to distract from that. So I don't exactly – I don't believe the, the story that they told us, that it's just a guy – Who's ill? Oh, you don't believe the reporting on it? Not, not yet. I'm waiting because it, oh. it always seems to crop up as soon as something very damaging, like the there's a, a couple huge cases going on right now in federal court that would make some very powerful politicians look very, very bad. Oh, okay. So you think this is intentional? Possibly. Oh, okay. You believe the Earth is flat? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you pay attention to what's happened? What's your first name? Me, uh, Serena. Are you familiar with what's happening? Uh, not what too much. You? He was reading more of it on the way over here this morning. Oh, what, what do you think? Tell me your first name again. Uh, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Thank you for coming, man. Yes, sir. So what, do you have an opinion about what happened? Not necessarily an opinion, oh, okay. but I would say I'm not a flat earther, but kind of co-signing what he's saying. <laughs> uh, it just seems like, especially at heightened times, it's political. Like, it's the season. And it seems like a lot of stuff like this does tend to flare up around this time of year. Right. So right. Um, it seems like it comes in cycles. So at some time, if once this blows over, the election time, things will kind of die down, and then it'll come again. So um, the other thing I would say is it seems like we just live in a time where people need uh, to have, I guess, a sense of purpose. So whether you 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 out here – Rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. Some yeah. people feel like they have to take it up in, into their own hands to want to do something about whatever they feel is wrong. And some people use that as a measure to, you know, by killing people. Right. You know, right. so I just think that's where we are. Okay. I appreciate it. This is your first time here. You're from St. Louis, right? From St. Louis. Any questions about anything you want to ask me about other issues? Not at all, man. The more more I listen to you, the more I answer my own questions that I would have asked. That's right, so. man. That's deep. <laughs> yeah. So that is deep. Yeah. Because the truth is already in you. Yep. It's in all of us already. That is powerful, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Um, did you have any? The girlfriend. Do you have any questions mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. No. no. Are you shy? You <laughs> yell at me the way you yell when no one is around. <laughs> Let me ask. So you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend? Yes. yes sir. Is he beta or alpha? Uh, alpha. He's alpha. And what makes him alpha? Uh, uh, he Speak doesn't. Speak to the mic for me. Oh. Um, I don't know. He doesn't really. He's not a too much of an emotional type person that would make. Right on. Are you an emotional person? Yes. And when you go emotional, he tells you how the cow ate the cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, no, trying try to be less emotional, but yes. Right on. <laughs> do you know how to overcome emotions? I'm learning. He's and teaching me. And what are you me. learning? Just not to actually put feelings into everything and kind of basically learn what's going on and think more logically and just the bigger picture of everything instead of being Would emotional. you like to overcome it just like that? And Someday. never have to deal with it again? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Do you believe it's possible to just overcome it? I think it takes time. I don't know. Uh, I, um, I do. Go forgive your mother. Oh, yeah, I do. We've actually been dealing with that. <laughs> Have you gone to her yet? Uh, recently, a little bit telling her how uh, she made me feel about a situation. So, yeah, a little uh, bit. You went to her a little bit? Yeah, I mean, basically opening up, telling her how she made me feel and... Not really being emotional about it, but just had a conversation with her. Told Did her. you tell her, I forgive you for screwing up my life? No. Why not? Um, I don't know. I guess I don't hold it against her. You, I, I you don't, are holding it against her because you're just like her. You're not yourself. Okay. The way you think, the way mm-hmm. you feel is your mother's identity. Yeah, that's what he just said, too. Isn't that true? <laughs> He's told me that, yeah. Have you noticed you're just like her? A lot more lately, yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, when we get done with this service, can you go with me to her mother's house? (laughs) I will. (laughs) But if you forgive her, go to her and say, look, this is what you did to me. I resented you for it. It was wrong for what you did, but I'm wrong for resenting you because I realize you can't help yourself. Mm -hmm. And forgive her, God will take her identity away and give me back yourself. Are you afraid to be straight up honest with her? Um, I think I used to, not so much anymore. So will you Just, get back to St. Louis, will you go deal with her? She's oh, here. she's here in Bakersfield. Here. She's about two hours from here. Oh, she is? That's why we're here visiting my other family. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so will you get up to Bakersfield, tell her how the cow ate the cabbage. Okay. <laughs> you want me to go up there with you? Yes. Come on, man. To let's Bakersfield? Go. Yeah, let's really? go. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you help her? Oh, I have. You, I, 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 I was the example of what you trying to get her to do. I told her how to call it cabbage. Mm-hmm. And she turned that into I got in her face. <laughs> she did what? She turned that into I got in her face. The mother did? Yeah. Oh, and take your girlfriend there with you uh, <laughs> so that she can forgive her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How long are you guys going to be at Bakersfield? Till or, Friday. Oh, okay. Tonight. Let me know. If I need to come, I'll put on my badge hey, and I'll go. Okay. All right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Do you guys know about the shooting? Oh, do you have any questions for me? No, I don't. I'm oh, good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, anybody? Nobody here, right? Oh, what do you think of the shooting? So I had a chance to reflect and see what's been going on and... Yes. It seems like a lot of events are kind of connected together in terms of the reasons why. They like seem to be example? a lot of these shootings seem to be blaming uh, immigration and this kind of replacement that's going on around the world, it seems. And violence is absolutely wrong. And it seems that they don't have another outlet or feel that they know of another outlet. Who are they? Uh, the shooters. Oh, okay. Or, and maybe anyone else who thinks that. And similar when you say to violence is absolutely wrong, what do you mean by that? Uh, I don't know. Well, in terms of what they're, how they're executing their 
what they feel is right and going out and shooting people that's just that doesn't seem to be the most effective way you know to get your message across and it clouds well, everybody know about the message now I don't think so. I think you heard about it. Well, I've heard about it. I but, heard about it. Well, we only hear about the actual shooting, and you know, it gets k- shut off at their oh, white nationalists, and okay. then there's no more discussion. Okay. It's not like the underlying reason, and a lot of things go back to school. Like, you know, if if they knew how to participate in their local community uh, election process, you know, and being more active politically too. I mean, that's the system that we have here in America is to participate in your local government to try to make change. And when we've taken that out of the curriculum of high school students and don't teach them and they don't seem to have any other outlet or alternatives on how to deal with these situations. Okay. So that's, that's kind of what I see. Oh, okay. Thank you, Michael. Uh, anybody here? Oh, okay. Good. The guy in the white shirt right in front of you first. And then right here. Yes, sir. So, so are you aware of both shootings? Yes. Last, read, yeah, read, last night and yesterday? Yeah, I read about the, the Ohio shooting this morning. Okay. Um, briefly. Go ahead. So I find it what's intriguing me because I was looking at some news, and then they, they listed the one yesterday. It's the, the eighth largest mass murder in U.S. history. Um, and they listed out all the shootings, like, say, the top 20 in this article I was reading. So you have, you know, Parkland. You have Aurora back in 2012 and all these ones. Um, but as you and other articles I've read, the, a lot of common factors are things you talk about. Well, so there are no fathers in the homes for a lot of these young boys. Uh, they seem to, there's a high concurrence of they're taking some form of psych, psychotropic drug. So they're on some like antidepressant or something like that. So again, it kind of goes back to the core of what part of your message is that I find interesting is so these um, boys raised by their mothers. No, not a lot of fatherly influence, and so what they since the they de- can't deal with the man, the boy becoming a man, they're drugging him in a lot of cases, and now they get some crazy yeah. outcome and a lot of anger and a you know a lot of just just like you know violent acting out and in no positive way in an absolutely destructive and despicable way. Were you surprised when you heard about the shooting? Um. Unfortunately, no. It's because it's happened so yeah. much recently, and I know you've talked about this on your show, that you, there's a, a bit of a deadening to it. It's like, oh, here's another shooting. Yeah. You know, here's, here's another one. So we are losing our outrage to a outrageous action um, because it's ha- happening so frequently. Yeah. And then all, you just, you know, it, at least I sense, I'll say, you know, I sense that whenever one of these happens, it's like the there's a button gets pressed and a narrative gets played in the media. You know the people in the you know mainstream media they start a narrative. It's yeah. racist, nice white nationalist, and it's just it'll go on for what a week, and then it they turn that off and and they go back to business as usual. And then the people, uh, let's say on the right, will just say, "Hey, you're not coming for our guns, and guns are not the problem. It's people. It's like just this." Both sides just go into this automatic response, and then it just plays out for about a week. Yeah. And then it, and then it just goes back to... Yeah. Are you white? Yes, I'm white. And so, I'm as white as a cracker. 
That's right. Ninety-nine percent. How do you feel about the attack on white men today? Does it personally, were you out and about, or does it bother you at all? It like, does. In what it does. way? Um, well, I have a a. Uh, I'm a an adopt. I'm a adoptee. I have an adopted sister that we're not genetically. But, right. So. Uh, she's a liberal feminist, um, doesn't have God in her life, and so if we ever get into an argument, it's immediately I'm a you know I'm a woman hater, I'm a this, I'm a that, you know, kind of stuff, and it's just like, what does that have to do with anything about anything? Yeah. So. Do you are you concerned that the world is looking at you as a white nationalist or something? Uh, I'm probably one of the most hated men in in the world because I'm a Christian white. Male, straight, gun owner, conservative. But that's like so the most hated person in, in public. That's like the most hated person in the world, isn't it? It is. That's right. <laughs> so because of that, when you go out in the public, are you concerned about being attacked or judged or whatever they do? Uh, a lot less than I used to be. Oh, okay. A lot less than I used to be. All right. Amazing. Yes, Dylan. And then right here, uh, uh, bring the mic here. I'll just say that, of course, of course, I do not condone violence, but a society that does what this society is doing to its men and making it an increasingly hostile place for men, a society where uh, the vast majority of men have given up on even having any kind of companionship, a beautiful girlfriend like I have right here. Um, Amazing. And then a society, yeah, but I'm very blessed, but but a society where 80% of men, you know, don't have that option. And if they speak up, what happens? They're mocked. They're ashamed. are you aware of the shooting? So just let me, I was going to say, so a, deci- a society that keeps attacking its men the way our society does, I have a hard time feeling sympathy for that society. Are you aware of the shootings? Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard the Were hate you surprised report. by that? I'm frankly surprised more shootings don't happen. Don't uh, condone it, but not surprised. All right. Right here. Yeah. So you're aware of the shootings, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of them, yeah. Uh, okay. What, uh, do you, what, do you, what do you think of it? I just found it interesting because... Uh, to me, it's interesting what hatred and anger will cause you to do. Um, I realize like none of these people that are doing these mass shootings, they don't have no love, no happy. They have nothing, you know. They don't have God in their life. Um, but it's just interesting what that hatred and anger will cause you to do. I mean, it's such a crazy thing to actually, you know. Can you imagine actually going to a mall and doing something so so crazy right. like that? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. amazing. So I was just like, man, I need to make sure that you know I'm born again. You know, because if you have that anger, you don't know what you'll do. You know, with that anger, you can you'll do all sorts of crazy things. Amazing. Hurt all sorts of people. Yeah, uh, this is your first time here. This is my first time. What's here. your name? Alex. Alex. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, this is my first Thank time. Thank you here. for coming. Any other questions for me? Um. Yeah, uh, I had a question. Well, one, I wanted to know if I can do some counseling with you. Yeah, with um, those earrings, you need it. <laughs> exactly, no. exactly. I agree. No, I do need it. I definitely need I'm it. I'm going to ask, which is more amazing, the shooting or the earrings you have on? Probably the earrings, you know. They give me a little bit better service with my phone, you know, better connections. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you can. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I was wondering, um, you know, I think you said you uh, – you were born again like 20-something years ago, 30 years, I don't know. I'm yeah, 30 sure, years ago. 30 years ago. I was wondering, was it like a specific moment? What exactly happened when like you actually overcame and, 
And uh, what did you notice after that or what? Uh, long story short, I had gone to church. I was a Christian, doing yeah. all those things, right? Yeah. But I wasn't, I had no peace. I had fear and doubt. Yeah. So I finally I asked God to let me see myself because yeah. I really didn't know me. And he allowed me to see that uh, I had this darkness inside. I had anger. And it was for my parents, and but I thought I had love for them because anger may, brings on emotional love, mm. and you think that that's the real love. Yeah. And I realized that came from anger, and so I went and forgave them, and everything changed. Hmm. I'm not gone. Once you wake up, you can't go back to sleep. Yeah, once to, to die and once to live. Hmm. Yeah, but I forgave them, and it was the hardest thing in the world I ever had to do, especially with my mother. Yeah, I would I would rather have gone to Hitler and talked to him yeah. than my mother. Yeah, that's how I felt when I, Allah <laughs> Yeah, that's how I felt when I went to my stepmom because, like, as I was growing up, I had I had a lot of anger when I was growing up. Yeah, um, my mom was never there. You yeah. know, she was never there, and uh, you know, she passed away a couple years ago. And then I just I went crazy. I didn't go crazy, but you know, I, I you know was drinking a lot and all sorts of stuff. And, uh, you know, as I was growing up, you know, I always hated my stepmom. You know, I thought she was trying to take the place of my mom and stuff yeah, like that. she was. And so I came to her, you know, like you said to do. Man, I was scared. Holy <laughs> crap. I couldn't believe how scared I was. I know the feeling. I was almost shaking. I was so yeah. scared. And kind of what this young lady said, she's scared to face her mama. It's, I don't know why she it's so scary. Tarzan. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather face anybody rather than, I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, I was afraid, you know, of my stepmom for some reason. I went to my stepmom and my dad. I don't know if I said the right things or what, but I did go to them. And um, it was a hard thing to do. But ever since I went to my stepmom, now my relationship with her is amazing. Like, you yeah. know, I really do love my stepmom. She did a lot for me growing up. Um, but it was really hard to go to her, you know. She was always the one disciplining me. And I realized, like, it wasn't her place to do that. It was right. my dad's place. But That's he never right. stepped up and did it. So. Um, I had a lot of anger towards her, you know what I mean? How old but are you? I'm 26. Amazing. And so what did she say when you went to her? She started crying. She started crying, but, you know, it wasn't, um, I didn't feel bad or nothing like that. It, was, like, it felt yes. good because I was honest with her. So when she started crying, you're like, yes, said, finally, That's she's what crying. you get. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't feel good or bad. It was just, you know, I had to be honest with her. Yeah. But, and she understood that. And, um. She agreed with me. She's like, yeah, you know, your dad, you know, didn't really step up. And, and, and he didn't. He, he should have disciplined me. He should have took that role. But he never really did that. Yeah. And uh, so she felt like she had to. But to me, it always felt like she was complaining and bitching and telling me this and that. Are and, you a millennial? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm a millennial. So, you know, I mean, they're all jacked up. The millennials are bad. You can say that again. millennials are bad. Yeah, no, we're well, all messed up. at least half of them. They're very talented. Yeah. One half is talented, the other half is messed up. Yeah, I know the messed up half. Yeah, that's a lot of my friends and stuff. A lot of my friends that didn't have their dad in their life, yeah. they're all messed up, man. Yeah. I was just telling him that earlier. It's it's you crazy. You smoke pot? No, no. You stopped? I did, yeah. I, I, well, that was like, yeah, months ago. Oh, I, okay. I, like, I did it a few months ago, like once, but yeah, no, I... Uh, it was probably like a year ago when I stopped or something like that. I still drink, though. I still drink. and Oh, you do? Which is not good, you know. Not every day, nothing like that, you know, on the weekends and stuff like that. But So you've been drinking this weekend? No, not this weekend, surprisingly. I said <laughs> no, yeah. But last weekend I was in Vegas, so, you know, <laughs> I was drinking. Hey, yeah, so. Did you see James up there? Yeah, I think Where's I seen James? him over there. <laughs> no, James, so. Uh, 
Yeah. He loves Vegas. Oh, I love Vegas too. But he loves to go to Vegas. Yeah, it's he doesn't funny. gamble. Me neither, he just man. like to go. Why do you like to go? <laughs> the buffet. <laughs> you like the you like the buffet? Yeah, and then I like to go further to Willow Beach, Arizona, to go on the boat. Oh yeah, I know he he hate gambling, so yeah, I don't really gamble. And so I just went over there to party. I'm actually going again next month. My friend uh, he invited me. His little brother's turning 21, so oh, okay. um, I'll probably end up going again. But yeah, no. So what yeah. would it take for you to come out of the earring, throw them away? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what I, I mean, I don't really have a reason to have them. But why I do you have them? I guess I like them. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I think I just. I, you I feel like, pretty when you put them on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like. So this is what it feels like to be my grandma. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. There's no purpose of them. You know. Yeah. Like I can get rid of them, and I probably should get rid of them. You should. Yeah. Because a man masculinity is what. Women are attracted to. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. That's why I'm trying to. You down. Yeah, I'm trying to overcome. That's why you know. Oh, Obviously, me, I have a lot of problems, but that's yeah. why I'm here. <laughs> okay. Did yeah. you deal with your father yet? Did you go to him? I did, but I don't know if I was completely honest with them. I think uh, at the time I was just basically doing what you said to do, but I don't think I was being honest and maybe because I think he's a liberal. My dad's a liberal, so he's definitely weak. We know that. But yeah. uh, I wasn't honest with them and told them, you know, what I really should have told them, you know. Um, I think maybe that's why I haven't fully... Were you afraid to tell him? I was afraid to tell both of them, to be honest with you. It's a scary thing for some reason. Yeah, it's a it scary is. thing. Because of the anger, that's why you're afraid. Yeah. Anyone who has anger has fear. Oh, definitely. I but definitely you get rid of the anger, then fear will leave. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to do since my mom passed away. I don't know... I did, I remember, I don't know, I remember growing up and feeling like, um, you know, she didn't love me because she wasn't there for me. You know, she wasn't there, so that means that she doesn't love me. Now I know that that's not really true. Right. What you're saying, you know, she couldn't help herself. Right. Same with me. I do stuff that I don't want to do. That's right. Absolutely. I, you know, I don't know any better, you know. I can't help myself. I don't see myself, so. That would cause you to forgive her. Yeah. But you need to deal with your father. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah. here's what I recommend. Deal with your father. And if you still need counseling, call the office and set up an appointment. Okay. But you got to face your father. It's his birthday today, actually. Oh, this is a perfect day today. Yeah, I'm going to my parents' house, yeah. How old is he? That's so scary. Uh, I think he's is he 40. I think he's 40 now, yeah. So right after the birthday song. Oh, uh, by the way, Dad, I hate you. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could do it at the dinner table like that, but I mean, no, maybe that is a good time to do it, but um, yeah. Take yeah. advantage of the first opportunity you have to deal with him because tomorrow is not promised to you. Yeah, yeah. And you don't right. want to drop your body with anger. Yeah, it's scary. Like, even just thinking about it right now, it's like my heart's pounding. It's just, I don't know why it's so scary. Yeah, but do it. It'll be over with once you do it. Hmm. Don't believe anything your thoughts are telling you yeah. about it either. Yeah. That he's going to act this way or act that way or curse or whatever. Just wait and see. Hmm. How do I know what to say? You you know what to say once you get there. Don't plan it. Yeah, because I did go to him before. You know, we were on a bike ride, and, you know, I told him. But I don't, you know, I was more so telling him that I was angry that, you know, my mom wasn't there. You know, she passed away, this and that, and it made me angry at him. But 
I don't know if that's necessary. Well, just be true. honest with him about how you feel about his weakness, too. Yeah, he's definitely weak, you know. Yeah. Let him know that. So, Dad, you it's a hard thing to male? tell my dad that he's weak, you know. It's, it's hard like, to tell him? Well, yeah, I mean. Why? Because it's, I mean, it's, you know, you don't want to look at your dad as a weak person. But that's you know? reality as he is. You're 26 now. Yeah, no, it definitely is reality. It's just hard to, uh, you know, it's hard to tell your own dad that he's weak, you know. Yes. Even though it's true. I know it to be true, but, you know. Yeah, it's sad. It's like a sad thing. Yeah, you know, it's he disappointing. shouldn't be weak, you know. It's disappointing to the world when men are weak. Not yeah. just to the children, but to the woman, to the children, to the world. Yeah. But let me know. If you if it doesn't work, you, you can come here for counseling. Okay. All right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sure, you had your hand about the shooting. I'm just echoing what they say because it just seems like the... Are you aware of the shooting? Yeah, I, okay. I did. And what do you think I didn't, of it? I didn't get all into the details, but I just saw that there was a shooting. And then this morning, I saw there was another one. And it was like, oh, great. So um, I was just kind of echoing what some of the people said because it just seems like our politicians always put the citizens that they're supposed to represent second. Okay. And I think that causes a lot of anger. And then with the attack on white men... And Christians in general, it just causes a lot of anger because it's like, why are you putting other people that don't even belong here in front of us? Why don't you put us first? And then we, you know, like we're generous, but they kind of disregard all that. Yeah. And they just seem to always want to put somebody else first, whether it's illegal immigrants or it used to be black and white. And it just always seems like they're telling people you have to go second and then we have to give them everything. And that's not right. And right. Trump is like, no, be proud of your country. You know, like, be proud of your country. You can be free. This is a free country. But you have to come here the right way and you right. have to do things the right way. Okay. Yeah. Um, Caesar, did you, are you aware of this? Yeah, I mean, I'm aware of the uh, Texas one, but not the. But not last night one? Not last night. What are you impressed about the Texas one? I haven't really looked into into it too much. All I know is it was a shooter, and that's it. But quite frankly, to me, it's like we're just at the core of it. It was just a weak, angry beta male. Doesn't matter what you believe, what side you're on. It was evil. So driven the boy by emotions. was. I think they say he's 21. He just okay. turned 21. Yeah. So that's just to see. That's just it represents of how fallen men are right now. Yeah, you know, because whether you're on the left or right, <clears throat> you can't be driven by emotions because stuff like this is going to happen. So yeah. if he was a strong man. Doesn't matter what he was angry, you know, angry about or whatever. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have done that. Amazing. What I want to say about it, then, whatever y'all want to talk about, you can, of course. Is that I'm not surprised about the shooting, and unless short of a miracle, it's got to get worse before it get better. Because that's about said over and over again, it's a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. And the children of the lie, they are doing what they're supposed to do. Really. They're supposed to bring evil to the forefront to destroy. That's the purpose of evil. And so they are the liberal media, the Democratic Party, the Rhinos and all the devil Trumpers and all the people. The Christians who just know the Bible but not been born again. They are doing what they are supposed to do. They are supposed to bring forth evil. The problem is, in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, uh, men and women were true Christians. 
They love what was right. They are not afraid to speak up. The men were not afraid of the women. Uh, uh, in most cases, they got married before sex. So good was ruling the earth, uh, in America at least, for the most part. But they have corrupt all you young people. They have education, uh, by, through, by way of education, by telling you that you can sleep together before marriage, you can live together, you can smoke pot, uh, uh, get high, whatever you want to do, you can do it. They made you think that that was right and that was good, not realizing that that was evil. And they set you up so now Satan is in your heart and he's guiding you and you really can't help yourself. And the only way you're going to overcome it, as I said, you must be born again. And they have uh, men are hated because of who they represent. Men represent Christ on earth. Men represent, as I said, God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children. And so when they wipe out the men, there's no more light. And the women operate in darkness and they will destroy everything. They need the man there to stop them to stand between the man and the woman. Also, the woman needs the man so she can see the right way to go. She came from the man, and the man came from God, right? And so she needs the man as God needs her. I mean, she needs the man as the man needs Christ. We're not on our own. But the children of the lie have perverted you, educated you. Even now they want they have convinced the women that they should go to work, even after they get married and have children. Oh, don't stay home. That man is trying to make you uh, less than him. You're a woman. You are independent. Doesn't that sound like the serpent? Eve telling Eve, don't listen to Adam. Adam just wants you to stay in the garden all day and pick apples <laughs> and make an apple pie so when you come home, you're slaving. And Eve believed the lie. And so at that point, it was only Eve and Satan. Adam was still free because he believed his father and not the woman, right? And then she kept going after him, after Adam. He's like, no, woman, go sit down. And she's like, all right. And then she kept. And so she, one day she made a really nice apple pie. And she caught a bird and killed the bird and had apple pie bird. And so Adam was all happy. And while Adam was happy with the food, she gave him some sex. And once the sex was over, she said, oh, Adam, don't listen to your daddy. He like, yeah, you're right. Because he would high up the sex. Food and sex are the two last things that we have to overcome. Because that's what they use to seduce men. Food and sex, right? And so Adam ate the food and the, and the bird. She fried a bird. And, uh, and they had had meat with the pie before. <laughs> <laughs> so he ate the bird and, and while he's eating he, he's all happy and she's like Adam you know what your daddy I don't like your daddy he's just trying to control you you could be your own man you should listen to me don't you love me and he's like yeah he didn't know what he was saying he was hypnotized by the sex and the food right and he, she said, well, don't listen to your daddy. He's a liar. He's trying to control you. And he said, okay. And in that very moment, she became his God. So the woman is man's God, 
and Satan is the woman's God. And so Christ came and put it all back together so that the man can overcome the woman. That's why he said you must be born again. And so we and the new birth is you got to overcome your mother because everyone who hate their mothers have her mindset and her emotions. It's not normal for men and women to be this way, especially men. Any man that has anger is a woman. And so you must be born again. You hear the Christians say you must be born again, but they never tell you what it is. Oh, just go down and confess Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And you go and confess him and nothing changed. It just makes you want more women. And so, but you got to confess that you're angry, that you have anger in your heart. And when you confess your anger, because anger is just anger and judgment, you're playing God and no one can play God. All right. And, but the children of the lie don't want you to know that they want to destroy the children of God and they cannot help themselves because Satan is their daddy. He is controlling them. And they and they really want to get rid of the man because we get rid of the man. It's easy to destroy the women and children. I was driving down the road the other day and I saw some young girls with little hot pants on and faded hair, just looking all nasty. And I'm thinking they need their father. This is what's missing. But that's the way the children of the lie want them. They want them roaming the streets like wild cats to see who they can devour. Really. And and then this white guy that went out and did the shooting, he'd been accused of it. They want you white guys to do this too. If you notice, the white man, white straight male is the most hated species on this side of heaven right now. And the reason for that, the white man still got things going a little bit. They still invent. They still try to get married, do it right. They're just afraid of the blacks. But they still try to do things in the right way. So you're in the way of the children of the lie, of Satan's children. And so everything is about the white man. I saw a woman, on. I, I clicked over to CNN just to see what they were saying about the shooting. Wasn't surprised at anything they said. They made sure they said it's a 21-year-old white male supremacist, something like that. And they said... Uh, ever since Trump been in office, we've been having white supremacists coming forward, right? And I knew they were going to accuse him. That, I mean, in no way they were not going to accuse him. But what they said was white people, no, white, yeah, white people are upset because this guy, 20, 21 years old, is the last generation of whites being in control because that generation is not having white babies. She said that. That's why I've been calling for more white babies. Because they know if they wipe the white people out, especially the man, the people of color are going to take over and it's going to be hell to pay. And they don't, they may not even realize what's driving them, but it's evil. And unfortunately, the children of God uh, are very few now. And they, the ones who know the Bible and go to church and hoop and holler and all that, they're afraid to speak up because they agree with it. The first people that jump on board with the children of the lie are the Christians. They do. They jump. Oh, yeah, these white people, some male child. I don't like white people. They jump on board all in the name of Jesus. They hate whites. You can't hate anyone who you have love. But uh, 
the way it's happening now because the Christians are weak, especially the men. When men are weak, you lose your family, you lose your uh, neighborhood, you lose your schools, you lose your country. And so the blacks and the Mexicans are already wiped out. And just the one or two white men that are holding on, especially President Trump and a lot of other white men are starting to wake up. And it's a nightmare for them. They do not like that. It just doesn't make sense that they can accuse you of being white supremacists and you don't protest, you don't rally. There should be like marches all over the street. Standing up. But nobody stand up, so there's nothing there to stop them. It's interesting in that this shooting bring out these type of critical people, right? But look at Chicago. They're killing black on black every day. Like not going north. Uh, when Barack Obama was in the White House, the Black Lives Matter people were chanting, what do we want? Dead cops. What do we want them now? And right after that, the cops were under attack. It hasn't stopped yet. I don't hear these people saying that that's wrong. They're promoting that because they want blacks to be out of it. You cannot control a moral person. You have to demoralize them or people in order to control them. So they want you uh, demoralized. They want you angry. They want you needy. That's why they offer you free stuff. You got to realize when you see this stuff, that's why I ask how did everybody see it? Because it's not just a physical thing. You see the physical body carried out, right? But it's the spirit on the inside that is uh, controlling them. You got to look at this thing and really see what's going on. Then, as you see it, God will show you what to do about it. He doesn't want you to go through this. He wants you in the world, but not of it. You got to come apart from the world. And the way you do that, you must drop your anger. You must forgive your parents. You must be born again. You got to overcome your mama and love your father. Don't hate your father because as long as you Hate your father, you would never, I don't care how many Bibles you read, how many churches you go to, you would never know God as long as you are angry at your earthly father. And most men and women are not angry at their earthly father. They've been lied to by their mothers that they, that they hate their father. So where's daddy? That old drunk. I don't know. He left here. He's an alcoholic. He's a drunk. What did that have to do with me? You know, she doesn't tell you where I ran your father off because I was a mean, hateful woman. He couldn't handle me. He was married to his mother because you become attracted to what you hate. And everybody hates their mother, so they end up attracted to that same spirit. And that's why the men become little boys once they get with the woman. But it's a spiritual battle happening like I've never seen before. I never imagined to see men being so weak. And another thing that someone mentioned is little kids are taking antidepressant medications taking their energies away from them causing them to become dumbed down right away in life they're not even allowed to be kids have natural energy but it's a serious thing happening folks and they are so glad that the two that I don't know about the second one yet but the one in El Paso was a white guy they're like yes they don't care about the people that got murdered, that got killed. They don't care about the ones who were wounded. They care about the fact it was a white man that did it. They try to destroy all white men. They don't care about the, they don't care about the illegal aliens. They don't care about anything but power and wealth because they're children of Satan. They can't help him. So you got to wake up. 
And God said that we have to overcome the intellect. You have to let your intellect die. Stop feeding the intellect. And you want to be guided by wisdom, perfect love. God's intellect is greater than Satan's intellect. These people are making a fool out of you. They really are. Give you medication. I would never go to see a psychiatrist or a therapist. What in the world? They don't know nothing. They just repeat something they learned in class. I would never go to a preacher who went to school to be a preacher. That's a dummy. He's just going, he went to school, learned first John, second Timothy, and all that, and he come back, set up a church, and he just quoted the Bible to you. He's not telling you how to overcome. He's not pointing you back to God. Just think about it. But y'all better wake up. They say y'all white folks. They coming after y'all. The white, the black men and the, and the Hispanic men, they ain't worried about them. <laughs> they already wiped out. Black men are now putting women, black women as the leader of their families, of their community, school teachers. And when they vote for a representative, it has to be a black female. They ain't going to vote for no man. Mama is God. Just saying. (laughs) And the white woman becoming God, too, because the white men are afraid to deal with her. And the Mexican women, Lord, have mercy. Espanol, mama mia. <laughs> I'm just saying it's spiritual, folks. It's not physical. Right here first and then here. So I heard something really interesting off YouTube. Democrats are not amoral. They're anti-moral. It's not that they don't care about morals. It's that they actively fight against morals. They don't care about it. No, they, it, they go against them, though. Yeah, they don't care about morality, and they are against morality. Yeah. They hate so, morality because their father is Satan, and he hates God. And anyone who is moral is a son or daughter of God, so they hate you for it. Yeah, it's frightening. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask if that's... Is this is your first time here? First time. Right on. What's your name? Jeff. I'm sorry? Jeff. Jeff. Thank you for coming, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I wanted to ask if that goes for evil as well. Are evil people against morals or is yes. it that they don't they're against them yeah yeah anyone anyone who has not been born again that's why god said you got to change the hearts and minds of the people that's how peace come on earth you can know the bible but yet be an evil person you really can uh anyone who has not been born again is evil so um and you cannot have morals because morals come from god we don't create them on our own. And Satan doesn't have any. So either Satan is your daddy or God is your daddy. If you, if God is your daddy, you would naturally live, keep the commandments. Even if when you come out of that father's state, you would naturally start keeping the commandment. He'll cleanse you of all your unrighteousness. You know, like smoking pot, having sex out of wetlock, having fear and doubt and worry and all that. He'll take all that away from you. You can't take it away from yourself, but it'll start to fall apart away because you're his son now. And then you will keep the commandment and life is paradise. Really. You can date. You can wait until marriage before sex. You won't become a little boy with your girlfriend uh, or your wife. And she will, she will love you for that because he would give you the right woman. And that woman would love her father who would cause her to love you and love God. 
It'll be, you still have some disagreement, but it won't be so devastating. You'll be able to overcome it. Right. Did that answer your question? It did, yeah. Uh, how old are you? 28. Uh, millennial. <clears throat> millennial. You smoke yep. pot? Sometimes. Amazing. I cuss too. You have, you curse, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have a joint on you now? No. <laughs> Not to church. Well, you live in LA? Yeah. Oh, good. Man. I'm glad you're here. Any other question? That's it for now. Yeah. Thank you, though. You a white guy? Yep. Okay. As a white guy, does it bother you that white men are under attack? Yeah. I mean, things haven't really ever bothered me too much, but if there's an active force against any group of people, it's an issue. Yeah. It's, it's evil. It is evil. So I, I can they see that. I can see the evil out there for sure. When I was growing up, under, on that plantation, under the Jim Crow law, black people didn't have leaders. Mm-hmm. It was weird to even suggest a leader. God was, you know, where the father was the leader or the grandfather, but God was the leader as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And so black people didn't have no Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson and Al Shopton and the NAACP or that wicked witch from the West with the low IQ. What's her name? Maxine Waters. Oh, you would know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching. <laughs> they didn't have lead. They voted for people, but they didn't do the job for the, what they said. They vote them out just like that. Now they have leaders. So God is not their leaders. So you don't ever want to have some other man over you or woman. You have God over you. You'll be fine. Yeah, it does seem weird to have someone over me. It's not normal like at all. Yeah. But they have accepted it as a norm. And that's what gives these physical leader the power over you because mm-hmm. you vote for them they control you and then they'll give you free stuff to keep you there it's like a parent giving a child free stuff without making the child earn their way while growing up and when that child becomes an adult the parent stuck with the child the adult son or daughter and if you don't give to that child they'll lie, steal, and cheat mm-hmm. they'll sell their bodies, they'll do whatever they can to rely on somebody else because that nature has not been developed. Have you gone and dealt with your mother? I never actually had resentment towards my parents. Oh, you didn't? Where did your resentment come from? Uh, School, for sure. Public school. You resent public school? Yeah. Oh, you resent the teacher or the students? No, just the whole thing. Just having to sit in a chair all day inside instead of being outside, being a kid. Did you forgive your parents for putting you through that? Um, I never had, I, I knew I had to go to school of some sort, so I didn't, I didn't hold it against them. Did you, they, they were doing the best they could. I, of course. I saw that. Did you tell them I resented you because I had to go to school, but you could have homeschooled me or sent me to a private school? Or? I've talked to them about it. What did they say? They, they kind of just ignored the whole thing. They just pretended like it wasn't an issue. Yeah. They, they I, I, I could see that they just couldn't. They were just doing what they could. So. Yeah. Did you tell them that? Mm-hmm. Did you tell them, you guys won't admit it, but I understand you couldn't help yourself? I'm sure I've said that several times. Are you times, still living yeah. with them? No. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 28, yeah, I'm not living at home. <laughs> right on. Any other questions for me? Not now. Okay. No. All right. How about next to you? Sure. Is this your first time here? Uh, yeah, my name's Kedar. It's my first What's time here. What's your name? Kedar. Kato, welcome, man. Any question? Uh, no. I just How old are you? To kinda, 28, same as Jeff. Oh, yeah? You smoke pot? No, I don't. When did you stop? 23. You stopped at 23? Yeah. Okay. What made you stop? 
Uh, I don't know, like all the. I started getting really paranoid every time I smoked, so yeah. I just stopped. stopped That's what happened to me too. Okay. I used to smoke pot, and I would get so paranoid I couldn't even leave the house. Right, and so my friends were like, "Oh, we going out Friday night to a club or something," and then they were like, "Offer me a pot." I'm like, "If you want to go to the club, you should not give me pot, because I'm not going in if I'm high before I get there." And they would pass the joint. You ever pass the joint? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I got to the club, I was so high. And so I couldn't tell how, how, what I was saying or how I looked or how I act. And I was like, I'm not going in the club. They would get all mad because now they had to go back. And when I told y'all, I can't handle this kind of stuff, so I stopped smoking it. That was the same way. I was pretty much non-functional in public after a while. Yeah. So it just, it didn't seem worth it. Yeah, Jeff remembers. Yeah. You the same way? Uh, Jeff's seen me really high before, so I think that's why. Yeah. Pretty much. Why did you smoke? Why do you smoke pot? Why did you smoke? Do you smoke it now? You say sometimes. Just off and on. Why do you smoke pot? But why do you smoke it? It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) I make make music also, so I like listening how my music sounds. You made better music when you're high high versus sober. Amazing. You made <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you will make a better music if you're not high. It's best to have so? the higher level of consciousness rather than the lower level of consciousness. And so pot makes you think you are conscious, but you're really not. Well, I, I don't make the music while I'm high. I listen to it afterwards. Oh, you but make the music, then you get high and listen? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, work on dropping it. I'll work on it. Yeah. Yes, uh, down line. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw the Democratic debates the second night, but Kirsten Gillibrand uh, tried to do a gotcha on Joe Biden where she said, you said in the 80s that working mothers would contribute to the deterioration of the family. And I was like, that's the most obvious thing in the world. What universe are we living in where that's like an outrageous thing to say and that working mothers, he supposedly said they're avoiding responsibility. What universe are we in where that's a controversial? Well, I don't want to make it a political thing. I just want you guys and ladies to know they are controlling you by keeping you brainwashed, dumbed down, and demoralized. They have you doing all the wrong things to keep you in a certain mode so that they can control you. Because anyone who has anger can be controlled. Anyone who's having sex out of wedlock can be controlled. Anyone who living, men and women who are living together, that woman got control of you. Whether you know it or not, she can tell you. And women need men to be in order. And they were, women prefer a man that they cannot control. But if they can control you, they'll take you. But they're still looking for a, a real man. Because the soul of a woman desires a real man. But they'll take the weak man and kind of use him. Uh, take his money, you know, cuss him out. Yeah, but my point being uh, that, like, that women not raising kids, how could you possibly say that that doesn't deteriorate the family? But I that's what they're that supposed a, to do. Though. They're supposed to be lying. Well, of course. I just yeah. thought it was an interesting point. Yeah, it is. Very much so. Any other questions about anything? Yeah. Okay. Right here in the white. Right here. Right here. Okay, sir. 
Um, what would you uh, say about like uh, Buddhism people or any other people who practice anything else besides Christianity who follow who got like peace within them like monks? You know how they like you know settle within peace within them. What would you say to them like do they would they need to be born again? I mean I know they would, but what would you say to them if they already found peace? Say to them about what? Like um, you know you can only, you say how you can only find real peace through God. Right? right. If they practice something with besides Christianity and they already found peace, what would you say? To they them? don't have peace. But how can you tell that person that they don't have peace if they are saying <laughs> that they have peace? Like, you know, monks. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, they don't have peace. They only think they have peace because they don't face anything. They become a Buddha and then they go sit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They hide from challenges and they hide from issues. The way that you know that you're a son or a daughter of God, you don't run from issues, you face them. You don't run, you go to the challenge and you deal with it. And you overcome it, then you know that God is with you. But the Buddhists, they just, they say they have peace, but you yell at them, they start crying. They don't have peace. They need to repent and be born again. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and they don't know that they don't have the people because they have no challenges. Mm. They just sit around and Buddha all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they do. And uh, one more question. Um, do that you doesn't know- even make sense. What, and then I, what's the purpose of having a greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, right? What's the use of the purpose of having the greatest power of God inside of you, but all you do is go sit down? They don't get married or anything, right? They scared of women. So I don't believe they have peace. The ones I met didn't have peace. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and what would you say about uh, praying at a certain time of the day, like at 3 a.m.? Like, is that something like... 3 a.m.? Yeah. When God said to get up early and seek him, that's fine. I think your morning prayer should be done no later than 6 a.m. Because you want to do it early in the morning at a very quiet time. I'm telling you, once you learn to be still and know him, amazing things will just come start to happen. You'll wake up. You don't even know you sleep until you wake up. And in that quiet moment is when you awaken up and things are just happening. Absolutely. So there's no specific time of the day. You can pray at any time of the day, but you... I mean, after a while, when you become conscious, you are always in prayer. Just being aware. Mm. But I, make sure you do it early in the morning, too. And last thing before bed. If anything, yeah. And do it today. If you want to do it, you can. Okay. Yeah. All right? Gotcha. Right here. How you doing, Jesse? All is well, buddy. How are you? All is well. All right. Um, so um, I want to disagree with you. Oh, good. Uh, with uh, Joel. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Uh, I disagree with you with uh, the message when you say don't study scripture. Um, so, for one, in the scriptures, it says study the scriptures to show yourself approved, uh, you know, to uh, unto God. Right. Um, and yet, you know, I do understand where you're coming from, where you say some people, you know, are intellectualized. They, um, you know, built their egos up. Um, you know, it's like people who read Shakespeare. Um, you know, they some people who know how to read Shakespeare, they they know how to quote Shakespeare, but they'll take it out of context. Right. Uh, you know, but it doesn't take away the fact that, you know, you us as Christians, we must study the scriptures. 
what does a historian to, to do? To show yourself worthy? From, yes, show yeah. yourself approved of the so God. So do you study them? Hmm? Do you study about the scriptures? I do. And have you you showed yourself worthy? Yeah, but... What you are know, you worthy of? So, you know, when you read the scriptures, you know, uh, the scriptures is not only... Uh, the inspired word from God, but it's also a book it's, of it's not only what it's not only the inspired word from God, but it's also a history book. It's also a book of revelations. Right. So you know you're you're pretty much armed. So like all the stuff that's happening in our world today, whether it's the homosexuality, the wars, and you know just the heightened of evil and fornications or right. sorcery. Uh, or pharmacy, uh, pharmaceuticals and drugs. Right. Uh, it, it all says that in the Bible. Right. And then, you know, sometimes we get more outraged or act surprised when all this stuff happens when in the scriptures, if you study it, it's, it's right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, same thing with, uh, you know, when you listen to these false preachers, you know, who's, who you say they could quote the Bible, those are not real Christians. Right. You know, if they were real Christians, you know, the best thing to do is you tell them, hey, you're wrong right here. You know, this is our doctrine. By pointing out the Bible? Right. You, okay. Well, I mean, you know, you whatever. Right. You show them what it says in the Bible? Right. And okay. you put it in proper context. And that's what a lot of these people who uh, like to quote the Bible, they usually like to quote the Bible and take bits of part out of it so they can, you know, seem smart or do what they want but still be their own gods. Right. Um, and but, so your point is what? Oh, so my point is it's very important to study the scriptures. especially to show yourself us. worthy. To show ourselves worthy unto God and, you know, us as Christians, right. it, it, it is best for Christians to study the Bible. And so how long have you been studying the Bible? Uh, probably since I started waking up and, you know, around December. Oh, you just started this year studying the Bible? I mean, last year studying the Bible? Yeah. And have you shown yourself worthy yet? I agree. I, I think so. And, I, in what way are you worthy? Um, so, you know, whenever I have conversations with people, and, you know, try to reprove them through the faith or try to, you know, not even, you know, convince them that or I try to convince them that, you know, Christianity is the one true faith, you know, especially when they, you know, ask me questions. Right. You know, some people, you know, telling them to forgive your parents, that's not going to do it for them all the time. And sometimes if they do it and they feel better, you know, their thoughts, their intellectualism or whatever, right. they, it, it gets further. Furthermore they'll also start to feel that they're blindly following uh, so the how Bible. You have, well, how have you proving yourself worthy by telling somebody about that? Well, you know, uh, in the scriptures, in the scriptures, you, you are revealed, thank you, uh, you're revealed, uh, you're, you're revealed certain things that, you know, sometimes I, I'm not, I, I won't be able to, you know, see you or, you know, until Sunday. Sometimes it's best to read the scriptures. Then, you know, you study it, and then right. you go ahead, go out and live it. And so how have you proven to be worthy? I, by, you know, studying and practicing what I study. Worthy of what? Worthy of uh, being a child of God. So now you think you're worthy to be a child of God? Yes. Because you tell people about the Bible? Well, no, I don't. God well, you, it's not even telling people about the Bible. I studied I know, the but Bible because you can help people. Yeah, you can help people because you know some because like you know the Bible is not just you know oh this is you know how you uh, are saved. Sometimes there's a lot of history, and then in the Bible, if if you uh, can prove that 
the world Does fits the Bible, in. Is there somewhere in the Bible where we are uh, lower or something about we're not worthy as a dung? Hmm. I mean, yeah, we, we're right. us. Is there something like that? We're not no better than a pile of dung yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm not saying that we know everything. So are you better than a pile of dung? Oh, well, no, but, you know. You're not worthy as a pile of dung? Well, I'm a child. I mean, I, I am worthy. But are I'm a child. you more important than a pile of dung? Uh, yeah, because a pile of dung is a pile of dung. But the Bible says you're not. <coughs> See, right there, but you're quoting the Bible. No, I'm just saying, you because you, the Bible. right, do you believe that, or you believe you're worthy? Well, if, if the Bible says that, well, no, see, it doesn't say worthy, it's show yourself approved unto God. All right, have you been approved? Yeah, I, I How have. How do you know you've been approved? Uh, you feel it. You, you feel it? You, you, you know, you, you just know. You know this versus, is a very good question, I'm glad right. you brought it up. Do you know, did you have your hand? And then I'll respond to yeah. it. Okay. I'm glad you brought it up, Reggie. Did you guys see Reggie on the show? Yeah. He told his parent how the cow ate the cabbage. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, what I think he's saying is worthy, and I could be wrong. He can correct me if I'm wrong, but I That's think what he's, what he's trying he's to black. say <laughs> is that he's doing his job as a Christian to read the Bible and share the message. That's what it sounds like to me. He's trying to say, not worthy in a sense that he's special, but that he's doing his job in God's eyes. So you could be worthy and not be special? What do you mean? Can you be worthy and not be special? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, even the children of Satan think that they're special. But I think you could be worthy in the sense of, you know, you're doing your job as a Christian, but you, at the same time, you're humble enough to know you're not special. Amazing. This is so good. This is why I love church. Uh, Brendan is going to tell us what that means. No, I'm not. <laughs> Are you a Christian? Because he, he make a very, very, very mama mia, oh, I see something on a point. So what would you say to him about studying to show yourself worthy? Have you ever done that? I've studied the Bible. Have you, did you do it to show yourself worthy? Unto God, I believe, right, Rich? Yeah, unto God. Um, I, I guess I didn't really see it that way. I guess I saw studying the Bible to understand what it was that I was supposed to do. But I, I don't think I felt worthy. I felt unworthy and humble in God's eyes. And so did you do what you're supposed to do as a result of studying the Bible? Um, no, I probably did it more as a result of having other people help me understand from the experiences that they had, what they did, and so I tried to follow that. I I didn't find it so much. And so by studying Bible, you still were not able to do what you were supposed to to do? No, not just with that. Why not? I think I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it well enough on my own. Okay. And once they told you, were you able to do it then? Yes. How come Ed's shaking his head? He got a headache. He's going like this. I'm not shaking, no, I'm no, I'm not shaking my head. Yeah. So you were able to do it then? Yes. And what were you, what were you able to do? Well, uh, I was able to see that 
really nothing that I could do was going to save me, that I was saved by the grace of God. Um, fortunately, before I even met you, I was able to forgive my parents and feel like that I was one with God at that point. You felt that way? Yeah. And what changed about you as a result of feeling that way? Well, I, I just felt like I was being guided by a power beyond what my mother tried to get me to do. I became my own person. Okay. Well, and your own person is what? Isn't it so good? <laughs> I love fellowshipping. And your own person is what? My own person is someone who tries to do what's right and when not be say, judgmental. When and you say try to do what's right, are you doing what's right or not? Yes. I can't hear you? Yes. One more time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing what's right? Yes. How do you know? Because I feel like I'm guided by a higher power. And, and what is it that you're doing that is right? Um, and this is not a test. Relax, everybody. We're fellowshipping. <laughs> All right, come out of your heads. Okay. I, I live the way that I feel God guides people to live. Uh, how is that? To love other people, to be so kind. you love all people? Yes. You love all people? Yes. You love all people? Yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing at it? <laughs> That's my husband. Because I'm happy I'm not sitting there answering <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how do you know you love all people? Then the young lady behind you want to respond to that scripture. How do you know you love all people? Because I don't judge them, I, you know, I feel bad for things that people, what they do. I, I know that, you know, they're misguided. I, I, Why do you feel bad for them? Because I think they can't help themselves. Do you have a right to feel bad for anyone? Hmm. Okay, I'm floundering here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And this is not a test, Brenda. You're not on the hot seat. You don't feel like it. You're yeah. not. All right. You are. Do you have a right to feel bad for other people, for anyone, even your own kids? Uh, probably not. No. Then why you do it? Um. Maybe it's just maybe I'm not expressing myself very well. Like. No, you sound good. Like the. I would feel sad for the mother of the guy who killed the people. Why? Because it's got to break her heart. But has she been a good, the kind of mother she was supposed to be, would her heart be broken? Um, I, I, think, I think as a mother, you always feel somewhat responsible, even if you think you did the best job. If your kids aren't doing what but they should do. But has she been the, the, the perfect example of the way she should have been? Would her heart be broken? No, because... So why do you feel bad for her? 
Okay. No, I'm just asking. No, no, no. Just tell me why. I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. But, okay, everybody, you say your parents did the best they could right. with what they know. Right. So if the mother of that killer did the best she could with what she knew at the time, then she she did the best she could. So, so maybe she wasn't God perfect. Do you think feel bad for this woman? Or the man that, lost, that the boy went out shooting? You think God feel bad for the parents, his parents? No. So why would you feel bad? Are you a daughter of God? Yes. Why would you feel bad? Mm, I guess because I'm not God. But you're a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. God's children are imperfect. So what? Where is that? Is that in the scripture? Where is that in the Bible? God's children are imperfect. No. Where did you get that from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a test. We're having fun. The, the young man in the black shirt want to answer, so give him a mic. I want to talk to the young lady first, and then the young man just waiting to answer it. Um, did you feel bad for the parents, too? No. And why not? Um, because You really did not feel bad for them? No. Did you feel bad for the boy? No. Did you feel bad for the people who were killed? No. Wow, this is a tough one. <laughs> and why no. not? Um, because I feel that um, the way things are happening, it is a spiritual battle, and the children of the lie are doing everything in their power to, you know, uh, put a darkness on the light. And um, this morning when we were driving... We heard in the radio that in the Spanish news, they were saying that all the people that survived at Walmart were saying that the guy was a Trump supporter and that he was actually saying that he was a Trump supporter as he was shooting them and that the people that were listening to the English um, news did not, did not hear that because they were not, the people were not being translated properly. So I right away felt like, wow, like the deception is so big and the people that are listening to the news are so brainwashed that... Um, They also, I saw where they said that his uh, profile said he was a Democrat, Hmm. but someone changed it as soon as this happened and said that he was a Republican. So I don't know what the truth is. Yeah. Let me ask this young man, young in the black, is this your first time here? Uh-huh. No, it's not. It's Joel. Yeah. Oh, that's Joel. <laughs> How you doing, Joel? <laughs> if doing, he were white, it would be Joel. <laughs> and so, Joel, are you a Christian? I forgot. This is, just for those that don't know, this is not the black Joel. This is the light-skinned Joel. <laughs> just for the record, because everybody knows the black Joel. And so, are you a Christian, Joel? Um... I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I am, but I follow the Bible because I'm not like I follow like the scriptures. I wouldn't say I'm like a Christian. Like I'm not like perfect, not perfect, but like follow or like I'm as like you know the, like just being a Christian. I feel like you kind of like are more. You have like the Holy Spirit. I feel like I'm still in that process. So you are uh, a sinner who is following the Bible. Yeah. So you're a son of Satan following the Bible. 
I'm, I'm following, trying to follow it. And yeah. by doing how are you following it? Um, just like taking certain notes and logic from scriptures and like trying to be guided by it. Oh, okay. And so what are you doing according to the scriptures? Um, I'm just taking certain logic and trying to live by like certain words. Like um, what, for example? Like not living by sight, but living by faith. You live by faith. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a son of Satan can live by faith. <laughs> I'm trying to grow out of by Satan being just being aware of like every situation. Have you gone and forgiven your parents? Not yet, but, but it's always not? on my mind. I don't know. I feel like every day is like a different excuse almost. Right. Yeah. That's your daddy giving you those excuses. Yeah. You know who your daddy is, right? Yeah. Who's yeah. your daddy? Satan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So why you listen to Satan when you know the right thing to do? Why not go and do the right thing? I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I'm still like living in the flesh and like letting things like distract me from doing that. You're letting things distract you? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to overcome it? Yeah. Is this your girlfriend with you? Yeah, it is. Oh, hi, girlfriend. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Allie. Allen? Allie. I'm sorry? Allie. Allen. Allie. Allie. Oh, Allie. Allie. Allie, welcome. Any questions for me? How do you get saved and how do you not become how do you like not be evil anymore oh that's a good question you have to god said in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven is that you must forgive Mm -hmm. you have to realize that it's wrong to resent to be angry at so i definitely agree with everything that i've heard today um a little louder for me i've i've definitely agree with everything i don't even think this is on yeah it's on okay I definitely agree that everything that you've said today, um, I do believe that I have evil in me. Um, I really feel like I'm getting controlled by, like, Satan for sure. Absolutely. Um, He's been not begging, but, like, telling me every week after week to come to these meetings with him. Yeah. I just, even today, I was not about to come. Um, And why you didn't want to come? Um, because something just tells me I don't don't go. Oh, that's Satan. And like, I I recently just, I mean, it. I get I got told that I'm bipolar, so I only blame it on facts. Like, oh, I only become angry because I'm bipolar. Yeah, but I truthfully don't feel like it's bipolar. I, it's like a completely different entity that like comes in me that I become like so evil yeah and it's not i've never done it to him or like any it's like life situation so it's i know that it's not like i treat my loved ones bad it's but um i definitely feel the evil like lingering around yeah how old are you 22 you want to be free from that Mm -hmm. go and forgive your mother and stop being angry at your father it will change just like that well see i've done I thought so that I've done that because I've been in, um, f- like, my parents put me into mental hospitals at a very young age. And um, they, like, also just, I was very, resen- like, 
resented them because they thought that like me smoking weed was just such a bad thing. I'm from Texas, so like I know all about like conservative people and yeah. Democrats and Republicans and Trump supporters. There's Trump support stickers on every fucking I'm <laughs> <laughs> Millennial <Sorry. laughs> I told you I'm so Millennial. On every truck. On every I'm truck. Used to it now. I've never had so many people cursing church in hell my whole life. It's okay. okay. It's okay. I'm so sorry. And so, okay. um, so I, I definitely, I've been through as being 22 and being so young. I've also have experienced and like listened in on a lot of like people that have tried to brainwash me. Um, to think um, otherwise, but I've also been just through in situations where God has been the only person there for me, and I, it's like, he, we're holding on, like, we're holding each other's hand, but, like, he's trying to get me all the way to him, but yeah. I keep fighting, and yeah. I've been fighting him for about, like, four years constantly, but, like, I'm to the point where I pray every day, and I just ask that he, like, protects like me from the evil like of hurting myself more than anything amazing i totally understand i've heard these stories so many times now in the last 29 years but you he cannot draw you into the kingdom until you go and forgive your parents for what they have done to you that was wrong for them to put you in a mental institution that was wrong for them to whatever they did right they couldn't help it but it was totally evil it was wrong and the only reason you're having this relationship with evil is because you have not forgiven them. You got to go and don't ask for forgiveness because you would not have done that had they been perfect parents. So go and forgive them and God will forgive you. Your whole world, he will take evil away from you and give you perfect love. And it would be as though you don't even have a past. You finally be you again. As you were when you were a little girl. But you got to forgive them. He cannot let anyone into the kingdom within that has anger. Because anger is the nature of Satan. Mm -hmm. So you got to forgive them. He said before you enter into the kingdom of heaven within, you must forgive. And so you got to go and forgive them. That makes sense? Yeah, and I definitely think I'm in a good place to... Um, forgive them and also ask for forgiveness because I don't ask for forgiveness. Never, ever, ever, never, never, ever ask for forgiveness. He didn't say you have to ask. He mm -hmm. said go and forgive, and he will forgive you because human beings will not forgive you. Right? They'll okay. use that Makes as sense. weakness and control you. You tell your mama, "Oh, mama, I forgive you for acting all crazy, going to the mentors." Your mama takes you in and, and control you the rest of your life. And she'll make you feel guilty if you don't follow her instruction. So don't ask for forgiveness. You forgive them and God will forgive you. Definitely. Because whatever you did, you got it from them. You became like your parents. You just became a little worse or more outward with it. But children become well, I got, like, like their the, parents. Their, whatever my dad, like everything that is bad about my dad, I got. And everything that is bad about my mom, I got. What's bad about your father? He's a liar and a cheater. And so you lie and cheat? Yeah. You hear that, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Joel snatched his head off in the runway. You were holding her? He's like, yeah. He, and he also, like, doesn't, like, cope with his issues very well. well so, yeah. And he just stays quiet. And so sometimes Forgive him. He can't help him. Go to your father and then say, hey, look, you were never there, whatever. You a liar and a cheater. 
Uh, did he cheat on you? No. Who did he cheat on? My stepmom and every woman in his life. Well, why are you mad about that? Um, that didn't have anything to do with you. It, I'm not mad about it. It just... It, I'm mad that like he would even give that little bit of attention to somebody else like because he doesn't talk that. to me. Yes. Well, tell him that and forgive him. He can't help. He hates his mother. Mm-hmm. And all men hate their mothers. And so they're subject to women. And they're looking for salvation through a woman. And they never got to find it. Your father's trying to find peace through a woman. He doesn't know he needs to forgive his mother. And then he would have been there for you had he done that. He cannot help it. So forgive him, don't hold it against him, and you'll be fine because you can't enter the kingdom if you hate your earthly father. I, so, but I think I hate my mother more. And what do you hate her for? She's bipolar, and she, she's, I've, ne- like, I've never lived in a place longer than a year. I don't know stability. I don't, I, I think that my mom has taught me everything, the, everything that I th- I do that is wrong. My mom would agree with it. Like she'd be on my side. She'd be my best friend right there. Like yep. rooting me on, like doing the bad things. Amazing. I've heard this. This is amazing. And I just wish like there were more parents to like, to me. Yeah. Well, over, go and forgive her for that. She literally can't help it. And then you'll be able to speak up. You'll be able to deal with her in the right way. But most of all, you have peace. Well, so they live in Texas now. Um, for me, it's like we 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 talk, but it's not. It doesn't necessarily like feel like it's a family anymore, right? Because I'm so far away from them that That's I don't gonna, have to even worry about them, and they don't have to worry about but, me. Um, she still lives inside of you. You're not yourself. You're your mother, and so unless you forgive her, you even if she died, she will still live through you. And then when you have kids, you're going to do the same thing to your kids. So forgive her. You don't have to hang out with her. You don't have to talk to her unless you want to. But forgive her so that you don't pass that spirit down to your children. Makes sense. That makes sense? Yeah, 100%. So don't apologize for anything because you couldn't help yourself. They made you that way by not being good parents. So forgive them. They can't help. You know, you can't help yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, same thing with them. Are you um, are you living with Joel? Not the black Joel. Are no. you staying with? The- <laughs> no, I, no, we don't. No, you're not living with Joel, right? No. Oh, okay, good. And you're not doing number one with him either, right? Not, not really. No, not number one. Wait, what's number one? Sense? You're not oh. doing. <laughs> oh no, you're we- not doing the S word. <laughs> Where I don't mean. Not really. Nah, I mean, we like Don't let you put words in your mouth. We could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> we kind of just went through something personal yeah. that we like. We've kind of felt fallen back on that. Yeah. I'm sorry. We went through something like personal that we just kind of fallen back from. Yeah, just taking things like as a step. Yeah. Like I step. can hear you guys. Like we went through like a certain uh, trauma, like traumatizing situation. So like we don't really like you know come together that way. Right oh, now, we're yeah. kind of just like guiding or like taking things as a step. Being there for every each day. other spiritually. Yeah. Mentally. Mostly. Well, don't get into the S thing. All right? You still can date, but still, you got to work out all this evil stuff. And then you'll, get, you'll date for a while, get to know each other. Then you'll get married. And I'm telling you, you create your own family. I and believe that. And be like nothing ever was missing. You won't need your father and your mother and all that kind of stuff. 
your cousin, you'll have your own family. And don't let your mother move near you. They wouldn't. My parents are conservative. So what? My parents are conservative Mex- uh, from but Texas. Still, don't let your mother move near you. Let her stay in Texas. You stay in California. And so even when you want to get, when you get married and have a family, don't let her come visit. Send a picture. A FaceTime thing. Because she'll destroy your kids. Unless you repent and be born again. Well, yeah, I think so. And that's also why I'm having hard times trying to forgive her because she's now like she used to be like I used to think she was like a devil um and Let's just go to ask you something but now she's married to a preacher and oh, I am like so weird. thrown off by it all yeah because and she just like every time I text her she texts me phrases and god this god that and that's just <laughs> not the woman I know like I know the woman that would smoke weed and drink with me and go and go out with me and like now that I'm here she says that she's changed and she's married and she hasn't changed she just went from the pot to the bible it's the same thing <laughs> nothing has changed forgive her uh-huh. alright okay both of them both father and mother well, and let me know how and if I could be if you need counseling or anything I'd be any help let me know okay okay any other questions for me no sir did this help you a little bit 100% right on amazing okay so I got to tell you this. Yes, sir, real fast. I'm totally out of time. You ignored Reggie's question completely. No, 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 I haven't. I'm about to respond to it. Oh. Uh, stop judging, mama. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just want to, uh, I wanted to talk more about Reggie's question. Right. Um, because I don't know if study is the word I would use, but I do study the Bible as well. To show yourself worthy unto God? No. Why do you, so do you agree with his question or not? I, uh, I don't like have this like view of when I'm doing it that I'm, oh, now I'm approving myself. Do you agree with his statement? I, uh, I'm not trying to approve myself to God. Do you agree with his statement? Which was study yourself to show yourself or study the Bible to show yourself approved. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily that how you're supposed to do it like it's in the bible what does it mean it is in the bible he's yeah, right about that yeah so what does it mean then i don't know what it means but i agree with what she was saying over here about understanding like the journey of understanding more and using the bible as a you know like a road map to point you back to god do you get understanding from the bible yes you do why do you think that um, I don't necessarily know if it's something that I think. It's just something that is affecting me or influencing me. So you read the Bible and you get understanding from the Bible? I think even more than I realize. You get a lot of it. Yeah. And you don't realize it. I think it's it's even deeper than my own understanding. How do you know it's understanding, understanding if you don't realize it? Uh-huh. You smell pot? It's been months. <laughs> See? It's been Pop months. with the brains. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that it it is a good thing to read the scriptures and and it's a, Do you think it's a good thing to study the scriptures? I think it's a good thing to uh, this word study, this word, you know, I'm 
I, I like what you said about just read it and, and don't hold on to it. And that's how I've been doing it. Do you I've just think been, it's a good thing to study the scriptures? Because I thought you sure. said you agree with Yes, reading. yes, I do think it's a good Why thing. Why is that a good thing? Because it's the Word of God. How do you know that's the Word of God? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But how do you know it's referring to the Bible? How do I know that that scripture is referring to the words that are in the Bible? No, how do you know that's referring to the Bible? That verse. Yeah. I suppose I don't. Well, why are you quoting like you do know it? I'm just giving you the verse. <laughs> you say you believe the Bible is the word of God. I believe that it's God inspired and that he is teaching me through reading this thing. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, Reggie. And then right here. You know, when, when see the word study, when, if you're a dancer, we stud, dancers study other dancers so right. they could build their craft, so they could get better, get stronger, right? Filmmakers, filmmakers study films and other, you know, filmmakers so they can get better, learn new skills, new tips, so they can get, right. uh, you know, same right. historic Historians study history. And so you think you can study God, you can know God by studying the Bible? Well, in the Bible, there's clear evidence that God has a nature. You can understand how his voice. We're so out of time, so give me a quick answer. You think you can know God by studying the Bible? Well, uh, yes, uh, but not everything. What God wants us to know, he'll let us know. And in the scriptures, we can know. And the things that he doesn't want us to know. You don't know. Oh, okay. Last word. Um, I don't believe any of that. So what I think that you can figure out by studying the word of God for me is whether you are, in fact, a child of God or a child of Satan, one way or the other. Just like you can figure out whether you are Christian or not. So I just, I just think it's just if you study the Bible and you're honest with yourself, are you a Christian? Do you do what Christ did, live as Christ lived? Or do you live as you want to believe, you know? So for I realize that through studying the Bible, I'm not a Christian. So similarly, I think for studying the Bible, you can figure out whether you're a child of God or not. Okay. So Amazing. Kent, I mean, uh, 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 Ermis, you had your hand? Uh, no, it's okay. Go ahead. You don't want you, you did have your hand up, right? Yeah, it was. <clears throat> okay. This is your first time here? Okay. Let me take here, and then you had a last word since it's your first time. And then we got to end, because we're way over. Ed. Bye, y'all. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, to me, the Bible just points you back to yourself. Um, You know, you could study being a dancer, but you're not a dancer until you live it, you know. You can study all you want all day, but studying does nothing for you until you actually live it. In the Bible, you know, it says, know thyself. Now, why does it say, know thyself? Um, it, maybe it should have said, know, thy, you know, know the Bible, but there's a reason why that's in the Bible. It's because it's always pointing you back to self. Um, God is within you. You well, know, the Bible are words, but it's only guiding you. Maybe you should have said, know your foot moves. <laughs> <laughs> but, Let me yeah. take this young man, then I got it. Give me my two cents, and then we're done. Yes, sir. What's your first name? Uh, Jaime, or James. Jaime. This is your first time? Yeah. Right. Welcome, man. Go ahead. Thanks. Uh, well, uh, I would have to disagree. Cause, with what? Uh, with the statement. 
about standing to show yourself worthy? Yeah. And why because, do you disagree with that? Because Jesus didn't have a Bible and he was worthy. Thank you. Uh, Make sure you come and, back. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, pretty you. much uh, what it is is just to do what's right. Yeah. Any questions for me? This is your first time. Uh, yeah, just one question. Um, yeah. Is, uh, or no, um, why is Satan an eternal being also? Why is what? Satan an eternal being also. Why is he an eternal being? Because he was created by God. But he wasn't evil when he was first created. He decided it's hard to be like God. And so that's what brought it on. All right. I, this is your first time here? Oh, okay, I got an end. Can you hold it? Sure. Okay. So let me just say, uh, study to, pro, uh, to show yourself worthy it was put into the Bible by the enemies of good. That was never in the Bible because you can never study to show yourself worthy. That was put into the Bible by people. God said to seek first the kingdom of God. When they tell you to look here, look there, look there, don't do that. Look within. Everything you're looking for, the kingdom of heaven is within. And uh, you can never find God by seeking without. And you can never prove yourself worthy because even when you become children of God, the last thing you're going to feel is worthy. You're going to be blown away that he will even reveal this to you, give you love, because you're not worthy. Of, we ain't worthy of nothing. Believe me. The last thing we are, and we can never, people who think they're worthy are on an ego trip. You can never be worthy to God. Never. As a matter of fact, he used you, once you're born again, he uses you to create love for others through you. But you're not worthy of him. You're not one iota worthy of his wisdom, his love, or anything. So whomever put that in the Bible, they were deceivers. They got you looking on the outside, studying to try to prove Something to yourself. Yes, Richard. Real short, real fast. And then I'm out of time. Well, again, uh, you're wrong about that. Um, because, again, Christ, Christ showed the Pharisees, the Hebrews, and all the scriptures. And then also the apostles, they said that this is the new doctrine. Christ came and brought the new doctrine. Well, I, I can't get into all that. If you want to do that, keep on doing it. Really, don't, don't believe me at all. Just keep on standing and show yourself worthy. See if it works. It may right, work. Show yourself approved, not worthy. I mean, approved, yeah. approval, whatever, right? Um, the Bible is just a bunch of pages on a, I mean, words on a pages that were given instructions to other people. Look here, don't be like this. This is what happened when you don't repent or whatever it says, right? It's just a, uh, the, the disciples write letters to each other. They were inspired by truth, but, but from within. It would be like me writing Reggie a note saying, don't be angry. And then Reggie would make up a, a book and call it the Bible. That ain't going to save him at all. It's just going to give you instructions as to what to do, where to look. But the Bible, there's nothing wrong with reading the Bible, but don't study the Bible. Just read it, put it away, and whatever the Holy Spirit needs you to know, God needs you to know, he will reveal it to you. Because what happened is Satan interpreted the Bible for you. That's why I wanted to ask Brenda. When Brenda was thinking that feeling sorry for someone, read the Bible, that was Satan interpreted for. He know the Bible too, so he will interpret it for you. That's why in closing, I want to encourage you. You got to overcome the thoughts. You got to doubt every thought. 
doubt every thought. And then I want to encourage you to face every challenge. When you learn to doubt every thought and face every challenge that your enemy brings upon you, you can then know God. Um, because he's the one that caused you to do it. But you get, you got to doubt every thought. And and um, we, you're going to see that a little faith that you have, that maybe this is true. I'm going to try it. I'm going to go over again, right? That little faith, as small as a mustard seed, will start to grow. Because once you forgive, he's going to draw you in. And once you're drawn in, he's going to call you to overcome those thoughts. And eventually, all of your passions will disappear. But the intellect up here needs to die. Satan has used the intellect to control you with it, with the Bible, with education, with whatever, right? So you got to die from that, and God will cause that to happen. The intellect is a terrible thing to save. And if you die, but just keep a little space between you and watch the intellectuals. Watch them on the TV. Listen to what they say. They are shallow. They have no real information. No insight to anything, but they know they are intellectual, but they are intellectuals of Satan and not of God. You cannot know God by looking outside. He's in you. Seek the kingdom within, and all will be added. You got to uh, let the thoughts die. And he will get further and further and further away from you, and then you will be guided by the voiceless voice. But you must be born again for that to happen. All right? So, Reggie, if you believe that, don't stop doing it. For that reason, all right? Wait until you see it for yourself. That makes sense? Okay. I don't hear you, boy. I see you. Oh, into the mic. Yes. Okay, so stay with and see how approved you become. And you too, yeah. little Christian. But Jesus was in the wilderness. He used the scriptures to fight Satan. Jesus wasn't a Christian. Uh, let me just say this. Hold on. Let me say this. Hold on. Uh, just for the record... There's a guy called Melchizedek in the Bible. You ever read about him? And, and he like, and Melchizedek knew the truth before it was written. As a matter of fact, God told Jesus to pattern after Melchizedek. The truth was already in his heart, in God's, in Jesus' heart, right? Because the Father was in his heart with him. And that's how he knew the truth. The Father is the truth. Only God is the truth. Everything else is a lie. And so when you come back to him, it's that truth that will guide you. Because they're changing the Bible all the time. Down through the years, the Bible has been changed to fit into that generation. Whatever will happen in that culture to deceive you. But they can never change the word of your heart. The word, whoever said that, the word, the Bible is not the word uh, of God. It's the word from God, right? The word of God is in your heart. The Bible is very limited to what you have to live, the, the word of God, God. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you can't help anybody by learning the Bible. Think about all the Christians who have learned the Bible. Look how messed up their children are. The world falling apart because all they're doing is quoting scriptures. They don't have the spirit of God to guide them. Just smoke on it. <laughs> smoke on it. James, I know you had your hand for me. Huh? Can you give me two short ones? Okay. From online. Yeah, a lot of super chats and stuff. Thank okay, you guys. Thank you all so much. One question was, if God is all-powerful, why doesn't he just defeat Satan? He has defeated Satan. That's the beauty. When you're born again, Satan is a wimp. He's a joke. Really, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Really, yes. 
one person asks, he feels like it's a contradiction between telling men to seek God first and telling white men to have white babies. I don't contradiction. They can't have no black babies. <laughs> you better stop mismarrying and have a white woman. Don't we need white babies? We don't need white babies? Joel, the light-skinned Joel, do we need white babies? Thank you. He said yes. Even though he's light skinned, he never had a mic. Even, you a Mexican? Oh yeah. Habla English? I mean, habla Espanol? See. Alejandria Cristiana Hernandez. Wow. She doesn't look like a Mexican. Does she look like one of you guys? Caesar? Would you have known she was a Mexican? Yeah. Your parents are Mexican? F- father and mother? Why don't you look like a Mexican? Mexico is not a race, it's a country. Oh, it is. I didn't know white Mexicans exist until James told me. You could be white and be a Mexican. Anyway, well, that's nice to know. You've been hanging out with that black guy, that's why you got this black thing going on. Yep. Okay. Okay, James. That's it. Oh, let me tell you all this. Hold on, uh, uh, boy. So we are under attack, a serious attack. I got a notice the other day that um, Meter Meter Matters and SPLC have me on a list. And so as a group that hate Muslims and hate homosexuals and hate the LBGTQ folks, right? And so they, what they're doing is anyone that donates to me, they're like sending them a letter, threatening them. And so I want you all to be aware of that, all right? Because they try to stop the truth from getting out there. I'm not afraid about it at all because I know whatever it's going to be, going to be. But I want you all to know that they're trying to shut down all the Christians, all the conservatives, not only just on the net, but in other ways as well. And the SPLC, I don't know why they think I'm a racist, I'm black. <laughs> Quit saying Muslim. Muslim, you're not Muslim. Quit saying Allah. I can't say that. No. They say it. You're not, you're not pronouncing it right. But every time, oh. <laughs> so every time they try to cut off a head, Allahu Akbar. Then they go, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> but I don't hate anyone. I teach the love, all right? But they can't stop us, and I want to just ask all of you to con- Continue to support us. Go to the website, rebuildingtheman.com, and to, to continue to support because we can't give up on it battle this time. It, it just cannot happen. All right? And so uh, go to rebuildingtheman.com. Any, any place else they could go, James? That works. Okay. Or call us at 800-411-BOND. 800-411-BOND. They're, seriously, they have us on this list. I just found it out. <coughs> and so I knew I was being demonetized online, right, Dave? Yeah. And then shadow banned and all that crap. But we could be even with good, all right? So dig deep in your wallet and purses and donate to Bond, all right? We have merchandise and everything. And so you all here, too. Make sure you start giving so that we can continue to do what we're doing, all right? So thank you for, t- oh, Thursday. Oh, tell us about it, Ermis. No, just, just tell us. Come on, real fast. Thursday, August 
August 8th. Yeah, he need a mic. Hermes is the PR guy. You the PR. Uh, Thursday, August 8th, we're doing a uh, free speech forum here at Bond. We've got a major event, so we're also doing a taping of the Fall State. So you guys can come and be in the audience as part of a live audience. We've got Will Witt from PragerU, Brandon Tatum, the guy that's co-founder of the uh, Blexit movement, Destiny. Uh, should be a really good event. So grab a flyer. And we're, we're taking payments today, too, so if you guys want to. Uh, 7 p.m. 7 o'clock It's only $10 Thursday per night. person, and it's going to be a good event. It's a fundraising thing, but it's going to be a major town hall. Take cash, credit cards, so. And it's for men and women, so it's for everybody. You don't want to miss it. You're going to be on the fallerstate.tv, too, because we're doing a live uh, show there. All right? So thank you all for coming, and thank you all for tuning in. I went over because we're black, and we have new people here. All right? So thank you so much. If you need counseling, let me know. Call the office. All right? Thank you. And thank you all for coming.